0: I'm here to tell you it is possible for you too. With a background in spa marketing, it's my mission to help women worldwide get more profits while pursuing their passion and purpose. Let's transform your beauty business for more income and less stress starting right now. We will just dive into our tips. So the first thing is, this is everything that I preach because I love that the principles, like I said before, are permanent, They're not temporary tactics. They are all about relationship building. And I like to tell my students that there are three ways you can build your audience or get new clients, and that is build, buy, or borrow. So build is when you build it from scratch. This is when you're doing a lot of the things like putting yourself out on social media, doing all of the things to kind of do it on your own. Buy is when you do it with advertising. And then borrow is when you use other authorities that already have your perfect clients, and you partner with them. So this is when you network with the locals and you get to know the dermatologist, the hairstylist, those people that already have your dream clients that are spending money on beauty services, and you create what is sometimes called an affiliate program or a way to partner with them. I call it an authority referral partnership. And with this, then you are able to leverage their trust that they have with their audience. And again, it's your perfect clients. So you want to really be community minded and really have that idea of community dominance, right? And sure, it is uncomfortable at first to build these relationships and put yourself out there and, and partner and kind of, like I said, put yourself out there and there might be some rejection. But you are going to have some short-term sacrifices for the long-term gain. Because when these other authorities start talking about you, you become what's called omnipresent. So they start hearing about your business everywhere. And so making these connections with the other authorities in your market, in your area, it doesn't matter if you are in a big city like my business, New York City or a small town. In fact, it probably works even better in a small town, but getting these connections with other authorities. And what I'll tell you now is after COVID, I feel like this works even better because people are wanting to get back to relationships. They're wanting to get back to authentic connections and you can partner and say, hey, let's build each other's businesses together. So that would be my first tip. And it's kind of something you probably already know. Oh yeah, I've heard of you know referral partners. And you might even think you have a referral program. And this is different than just asking your clients to talk about your business. This is working with other authorities that have, again, a large audience of your clients. And so you might have one or two people, but having a full system that works for you is a completely different thing. So that is my tip and I'll turn it over to Vicki.
1: Hello. So and when I started, what I used to do and what I still do now, actually, is my old school method would be to find a salon in my area that's very successful, that has a lot of people, that has a good reputation. And I would go into them and I would say, do you fancy holding a demonstration evening where I can show me tattooing on eyebrows? You can bring a buzz to your clinic. People are always interested in seeing live demonstrations. And if they had the license, then I would go into their place and do it. So, you know, it was really good because they would. I would use all of their mailing lists. So you would get all of those people in. I would turn up and do a demonstration and show me working on a client. I'd obviously get a client I'd worked on before and I would have made sure she was nice and numb but it was nice for people to see that the treatment was pain-free they could connect with you and then I would do an offer that only stood for that night and when I used to do that I used to really book a lot of clients in so I also used to do a thing where if I had somebody that I knew was willing to book I would tell them about my demo evening Because I knew that they would be the first one to raise their hand to want to book the appointment. And the way the mind works is once one person books, another one starts. It's something called mirror neurons. So that would be the way that I would work. So it would be really good for the salon you're approaching to create some buzz. It would be really good for you to create new clients. The salon would get a commission, and obviously you would give discount on the night so it was really good that way but then we were talking and we were saying but we can't do that in covid because you can't put lots of people in one room or maybe not for the near future so then we decided how to bring old school to the future the best thing to do now would still be to connect with a local salon or somebody that has a big mailing list, because that's what you really want, is someone that already has loads of people they send emails out to them. And you want to do like a collaboration on Facebook. So you would still hold your demo evening, but instead you would do a live broadcast, you would create an event, you would get your model in, and you would have somebody that would manage your phone, because you could literally do it on Facebook. You would get somebody that would manage your phone. You could talk through the whole procedure. People could write in their questions. They could ask what they like. They could see you working. And then you could still announce that you've got a discount for people that book on the night. And you could also then offer the salon that you took the mailing list from a commission. And you basically, by just doing one live, of an evening, you will then be able to create lots of clients. But also, if you do your live on your business page, your Facebook business page, you can then turn that live into a paid ad, which then you can send it out everywhere. So do you know that you actually get six times more engagement on your post when it's live than when you just put a video up as well? So that was our taking it old school and bringing it new school and because we were talking that sometimes we judge everybody by how many followers they've got on their instagram or on their facebook but the people that are really going to convert like what april said is people that are local to you people that just want to come near to you and if they're successful businesses already that have a big mailing list then you may as well join
2: forces and collaborate with them. So I'm going to hand it over to Karen. Great, Vicky. That's a great lot. Lots of information. That's brilliant. Um, Vicky, you were even on about Instagram, guys, as well, that some of us are very obsessed on having a big following even on Instagram or Facebook. But it's not a matter about the following, guys. It's a matter about the engagement and the value that you're actually giving to those clients and are those clients engaging with you. So you could have lots and lots of followers and no engagement. So, And if you're not giving value to those clients, if you're not telling stories to those clients, then it's a waste of time having lots of followers who are not even engaged with you. So I've only got 12,000 followers. Um, what I always say is that I'm just going to talk to my followers and engage with them. So I don't want any more. I want people who just want to talk to me about permanent makeup. So that is just following on from. Vicky's information but what I'm going to do is just talk to you about 25 years ago because I'm the oldest girl in town here I'm sure 25 years of tattooing and what I did when I first started so nobody really heard about tattooing uh, 25 years ago about permanent makeup it's like I were on my own no it weren't really known about and so for me like I were actually knocking on doors basically knocking on salons I were actually sending out emails, uh, letters to people, letters to salons, which today, guys, even if you're sending out letters, the letter is better than an email. Now, people are actually getting a lot of emails. And if they get a handwritten letter, they they will actually acknowledge that letter better than emails. So I did this years ago, uh, sent out lots of letters and still didn't get any reply. So I would call people saying, I do permanent makeup. Can I come and visit you? And I'd get a no. Then I'd get a no again. And I can remember people like, what is this? No, we're not interested. And I remember at that time, guys, I must have called at least 50 salons before somebody was interested to find out what this permanent makeup was all about. So, but one of the things I remember and seeing as well is that we all know colonel sanders from kfc guys can i remember him actually visiting restaurants and he actually had to visit 1006 restaurants for him to get a yes that they would actually serve his chicken and i remember reading that and thinking well only 50 salons i can continue if it's only 50 salons what said no that's great let me just keep continue And the moral of that story, guys, is the old-fashioned way of working, I did not stop. I just continued till I got a yes, what I wanted to achieve. So when I got in that salon, I would do what Vicky did, like do either demos. But one of my first things, what I did in the salons, then when they were starting accepting me, is I just went in the day and I would actually draw on every client that walked in the door and ask them if they want to show them how I could actually give them an eyelid and show them how I could improve their eyebrows. And I just drew their eyebrows on. And that's exactly how I started all those years ago. And I would actually offer the receptionist a free treatment or even the nail stylist free treatments just so they would talk about the treatments And then they would promote it. So really, in a way, that's bringing it back down to referrals, guys. So people are talking about you. So years ago, it were all about referrals. And today, best form of marketing is referrals. So in today's world, when I've actually done a client, I will have business cards. Um, My business cards are actually quite small. They're like really dinky business cards are probably like an eighth of the size I should say sixth of the size of a regular business card and I'll just give my clients an handful of business cards and say just pop these in your purse and if anybody wants to know about your eyebrows just pass them one of my cards and that's just a quick simple way of them referring you to one of their friends. Also another thing that I will do is I will actually send them their before and after picture um, in like on PicCollage. So it's just an app called PicCollage. I will send them a before and after picture and ask them to share. And then they're just referring me again to their friends. And that's the best form of advertising. Worked years ago and it still works today, guys. So and over to you, April.
0: Awesome. I just wanted to go into my second tip. And before I do that, I just wanted to just kind of reiterate what Karen and Vicki said. You know, when I started, I also sent out lots of letters. In fact, you're going to die when you hear this. I pulled up the book, The American Academy of Dermatology for Manhattan. So that's New York City alone. We're not talking about the other boroughs like Brooklyn or Queens or Bronx, none of those, just Manhattan. And there were over 500 registered dermatologists. And yes, I sent a letter and brochure to 500. Now, it probably cost me, when I added it up, it was the cost of about, well, one and a half procedures, an eyebrow procedure. And I got way more clients From that. So I made partnerships and I had to again follow up after they got the letter. Some of the letters were returned to sender, meaning the addresses weren't good, but then I would call the ones that didn't come back and follow up with them. And that's how I made a lot of those connections. And then again, just getting out there and talking to them because sometimes you have to get out of your comfort zone and that's where the real magic happens. If you keep doing what you've always done, you're going to keep getting what you've always got. So the second thing that I would do is just like Karen said, I would also send cards to my clients because that personal touch really means a lot. And you know, just think about how we rarely get cards in the mail and how exciting it is to actually get a little personal note. And the way that I would keep track of that is, I actually did it with postcards, but you could do this with a regular card and envelope. And I would have my clients when they were in the office having their procedure, I would have them put their address on the back of the postcard. They were already stamped and ready to go. And then I would file it. I had this, now again, this is old school. So I know you have new computer systems that help you do a lot of this now. But what I would do is I would file it in a file cabinet that was marked with the month. So for example, here we are in the month of March. So it would be 2022 month of March, right? And so it would go into that folder that was marked a year from now. It was to remind them of their follow-up treatment in a year. Now, you could do this for anything. You could put it in a folder that's marked for their birthday. You could ask them, when's your birthday? And they could be putting their address on an envelope, just a plain envelope. And then later, you put a birthday card. When they put their address, it just kind of saves you the time of having to do it. And then when that month came around, so let's just say, fast forward, it's March 2022. And I would just grab that stack of postcards that are already addressed and already have the stamp on them. And I would just put them in the mail. And it was easy peasy. Of course, I would put, you know, like, miss you, hope you're well, and then sign my name to it. It was just a little personal note that I put on there. But it really did not take much time at all, just to have them address it already, then I would put the stamp on it and then file it away. And then they would get that little card. Now the one thing about New York City is people do move a lot. So I would get quite a few back in a year, but even still some people would say I got your postcard and I loved it because you know sometimes they don't check their email. Those little touches, I think they go even further today. Like people like to receive cards. So if you if you want to do it for their year touch up, if you want to do it for just hope you're well after the pandemic or you know even just a birthday thing, just a little note to send them in the mail or give them a call. It takes a little bit more time, but it goes a long way to those customer relations. And you can tell them about a new service or maybe even a special that you have coming up. And so that's my tip. Over to you, Vicki.
1: I like the old school way. Do you know, there's this incredible program on at the moment. It's on the Discovery Channel And I don't know if anybody's watched it, but it's called The Undercover Billionaire. I'm obsessed with watching it. In fact, the next one's out tonight. And what it is, they have taken billionaires and they have put this American and they've put them in a city that they know nobody. They've taken all of their phone contacts and they've given them $100 and a car. And they have to make basically a business worth a million in 90 days but what's been so interesting about watching it is basically the best way they make business isn't going online it's connecting it's going and introducing themselves to people locally and it's so interesting because they're just hustling they're just going into business is introducing themselves finding out where you know where they can help people and it's incredible the people that trust them just by them bringing their best self to the business. So that is worth a definite watch. That's my secret sort of late night. I'm not doing any work. I'm going to watch this when really I'm sort of still doing work because I'm obsessed with people and how their brain works. So this seamlessly leads me to my next point, which is some of you may feel a little bit uncomfortable approaching a salon connecting with people so like we were saying network with people in your area so I've got a couple of tips of how to present yourself or how to what questions to ask when you walk into a salon so the first thing one you want to find a successful salon the first thing is you really want to bring your best version before you go in so I love a cheeky power pose Um, Bless me, I've been teaching some people in Iceland today and I don't think they're expected to power pose at the beginning of class, but I'm obsessed with a power pose. So when you walk into the salon, it's a little bit like what I said about the consultation. You want to come with style, like, isn't it a fabulous day today? It's been great to connect with you and just make sure that you really say something positive when you walk into the salon. The second thing you want to make sure is that you are actually talking to someone who makes the decisions. So a question I would ask is, are you the person in this business that makes the decision? Because that's the person you want to speak to. When you are then speaking to the person that makes the decisions, you don't want to then tell them what you do. You want to then tell them what you can bring. So You want to tell them what you're going to bring to their um, business. For example, you want to explain the experience you can create. So it would sound like, Would you like some new buzz around your business? Something interesting, something to light your clients up. If they say yes, then you're in. Then that way you get their mailing list and then you tell them, Would they like to earn money by absolutely doing nothing apart from handing over? their mailing list brilliant so what you've done is you need to create an experience for them it's not about what you can offer it's what you can bring to their business and then you will end with i'm so excited that we are teamed together i will email you all the final details and then when you leave leave with a bang so you could give them a gift of some sort Or you could just make the most beautiful statement. One other thing that I always use when I'm connecting with people, especially businesses that are are doing really well, I will say something like, I've been told that you're the most approachable business and you'd be able to help me. Because when you say that someone is something, they then become it. So they will think, oh, I am approachable. And then they will help you more. Then you will follow up the next day with an email with the finer details of everything. So that's how I approach businesses. And like what Karen said, it's okay to get no's. There was something that I read before that there's this woman. She has a graph. Her aim is to get 100 no's in a month. And she was surprised at the fact that the more she pushed herself for a no, the more she actually got yeses. So go for the no's. So
2: that's me. And following on from some of the things that Vicky said, that she's told you what to do and how to present yourself. And that's exactly what I did as well years ago. I, in the local villages, in the towns, I just walked into all the, not just salons, any clothes shops, any shoe shop. And at that time, I'd go in there and introduce myself. I'd be talking about a story, about who I am, about what I can do, what benefits I can create to any of their clients. But what I would be offering them is like an affinity uh, program where, number one, what I used to do years ago is if they sent me any clients, I would offer them a free treatment. So, anybody where there were, and I'd leave my leaflets at that time because I could leave my leaflets on the desk or I would take portfolios. And at that time, My portfolios were an A4 binder with poly pockets and I'd just print my photographs off. And any of the hairdressers, I would leave a folio there with my details. Um, And when clients were interested, the salon would call me. I would visit that salon just for one client. I remember driving four hours away just for one client. And at that time, my prices were about £300. But £300 were a lot of money when people probably only got like £50 or something like that for the day. So I would travel anywhere to build the business up, even if I had just had one client. So let me bring it back to the modern world. Only the same now, guys, as affiliating with other people. Affiliate with the influencers, affiliate with other businesses. And you can do this now on social media. But they can, you can give them your assets. They can share your assets. You can offer them free treatments for themselves or their families, or you could even offer them a commission if they're actually pushing and promoting you. But one of the things as well, what I always say that on your Instagram, is always tell stories. People want to know the real you. At one stage, I was just like, great, before and afters, before and afters, that's what I can offer, before and afters. But you do find that when you're actually talking on social media, you will get more engagement and more likes by just putting yourself out there so if you're afraid of speaking on social media or no i don't like my yorkshire accent which that's me i'm yorkshire accent i speak like yoda most of the time but anyway you just get over it and people get to know you and they trust you so but with your posts as well always make sure that you change them around like you've got emotion in your post You're the real person you've actually got where you're giving value to people and make your post memorable. I have to laugh. So it's all about trust and bring that trust to you, the trust you the seeing you face to face and anybody face to face, you will gain more trust. So that's in a modern, going from an old fashioned world, which I was, to the modern world. And over to you then April.
0: Okay, so I love all of that. I'm a big believer in again, this what I call relationship revolution, that we are really all about connections. And sometimes it's easier just to think, oh, I'm going to post something on social and then sit and wait for the clients to come in. And sometimes you really got to get out there and pound the pavement, make the calls, do the hard things that actually will get you the most return. Like I said, those small sacrifices for long-term gain. And actually, Heidi, can you go ahead and give us your tip for old school business marketing? Heidi was an extreme introvert. So if anybody is like, I could never go out and make connections or anything like that. If you're thinking, oh, I'm just, that's just not me. That's good for you, but that's just not me. Can you speak to that a little bit, Heidi?
3: I'm not sure if I've ever met anybody as closed in um, as what I once was. Um, To say that I was an extreme introvert is an understatement. I could easily go weeks without leaving my house or interacting with somebody else, not because I was a shut-in, just because I was so shy to engage with people outside of my own family. So when I decided to open my permanent makeup business, that was already just a huge stretch dealing with the public. And then realizing that I was going to have to actually put myself out there to attract clients client, it was quite a shock.
0: We'll just talk about one of your connections, and that was with the local wig maker.
3: Sure. So while I was taking your Elevate program, you had introduced the idea of joining up with referral partners. And I thought that that would be a fantastic thing to do if I could just break out of my shell, you know, and start making those connections. I actually had a friend that I used as an icebreaker because I was still, you know, trying to break out of my introvert ways. Um, And so I had a friend who knew the wig maker um, from previous times, and she did kind of an informal introduction. I have a friend, she owns a permanent makeup business. I think her services would line up really great with your clients. You should talk with her. And the response was, yes, have her message me. And so because of that little introduction, Through a friend, Um, I did make contact with this woman who owns a wig shop here in town. And over the past year and a half or so, we've developed a fantastic partnership where we refer clients now to each other all the time.
0: I just love that. So, so good. This is just what personal growth does, guys. You know, when you think you can't do something, pushing yourself, and, you know, before you know it, your business will be growing and you'll be better for it. So I just want to say I'm super proud of you, Heidi
1: you know, I've said this like a thousand times before. You know, if you're prepared to put yourself in the ring and put yourself out there, and it doesn't matter if you make a fool of yourself or it goes wrong or you fumble, because people like people that are real and natural. And if anybody's going to say anything or comment, I always think, are they prepared to get in the ring? And if they're not prepared to get in the ring, then it doesn't matter. So I love the fact that you just put yourself out there and just think, well, I don't care because really it doesn't matter so long as what you're doing comes from the heart. And if it does fluff up, you're going to learn from it anyway. So it's a win-win. You either fluff up and you learn or you don't fluff up and you've won. So I'm done
0: speaking. I love that. Yes. Angela next. Angela. Angela is the president of the Society of Permanent Cosmetic Professionals. Give us your tip.
4: (sighs) Hey, I'm Angela Tarassiani. One of the things is the birthday discount that somebody had brought up before. I do send out, I have a, the system that we use for client management and stuff. it, It automates it for me. And so that's super easy, but we, I have it set up to where it sends out a birthday email and the email says something like, you know, happy birthday, beautiful. And then it tells them that if they'd like to book a service in the month of their birthday or, you know, within 30 days of their birthday, they get 15% off. Since we're a spa now, we do offer other services like facials and things like that. So if they've already had their brows and eyeliner done, then they're using that 15% off on a smaller price item. Or, you know, maybe it'll make them have that push like um, Katie was saying where um, somebody might want to get something done and, and there's that urgency to do it before the price goes up. so we do that with the birthday emails. And the thing that I think has been the biggest seller for us is letting other people sell for you. So, you know, we always talk about doing referrals and letting your clients sell for you. Again, our client management system has a, a way of tracking referrals for us, which makes it super easy. And we give $30 in credit to any person if if you send someone into the spa and they get a service um they get a that person will get a $30 credit on their account and so basically we're we're hiring salespeople at $30 a pop um so that they go out and sell for us and then we have business cards made with all of our information on it and it says 10% off and there's a little spot that says referred by and we give these to our clients so that they can hand them out you know, with their name on it, because now they know that they're going to get that $30 referral. And we have had incredible success with that. And like I said, basically, it's, it's like we're hiring an entire sales team to go out and they only get paid when we get clients. That's been, I think, the greatest thing for us.
0: I love that. So, so good. Thank you, Andrew.
2: I absolutely love it. Thank you so much. April, Answer the com. Is that what you use as well? I remember being out in the states, and I'm sure you told me about it years ago.
0: Yes, I I was at a conference, a marketing conference, and Neil Patel, who is a really well known marketer, was talking about. He was actually talking about how the owner made, you know, the creator of that made it free. And how when you start with the reciprocity, when you start with something free, how you can kind of get people into your business in a different way. His marketing approach and his speech was really about something different, but he was talking about the brilliance of this site and how you can use it for creating your content from anything from YouTube videos to just anything, you know, just think about the questions that your client would be asking and what they're actually typing into Google. And then start to cover those because people always say, I don't know what to talk about. I don't know what I should talk about on social media or I'm running out of topics. And the first thing I always tell my students is, first of all, go to your frequently asked questions. And then the second thing is go to answer the public and see what people are typing in. And you will have endless amounts of uh, posts and comments and things like that. And also, it's really good to see keywords right? What words are ranking higher than other words, but yeah, love all of this. So, so good. Thank you for listening to another episode of the beauty marketing simplified podcast. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we would love to hear from you. Make sure you subscribe, download, and also leave us a review. Let us know any topics that you would like to hear about and also definitely refer it to a friend. Thank you again for joining us. I'm signing off. This is April with grit and grace, hugs and high fives. See you next week.